Hello everyone, and welcome to Isless episode 14. My name is Veronica Ripley, I'm the creator of Isless, and I'm super happy to have you here today. Uh, we have a brand new episode for you, and it's very exciting. Uh, so welcome, welcome, welcome to Fable Scraps. If you are curious about the show, or you want to know more about the world, or if you want to play Isless at home today for free, then check out fablescraps.com for all of those cool links. Sign up for our newsletter, and you get yourself a free copy of the Isla's quick play guide. There's a cool little encounter, there's some lore, there's even, uh, there's even, like, pre-generated characters for you. Um, it's awesome. So check it out. It's uh, fablescraps.com. We've also got a podcast now, so you can check it out on Apple Podcasts or RSS or anywhere with the links in chat. Uh, we've got VODs on YouTube and VODs here at Twitch. And I'm just very excited to, uh, to get to... Oh, and one more thing. We have a... We have a championship in the Discord, uh, a little competition, if you will, uh, between our lovely audience here at, uh, at Twitch, where we do the live show every Friday at noon Pacific, uh, for the top clipper. Anyone who clips the most viewed clip of the month, anyone who becomes the Fable Clips champion, gets VIP for the next month in our Twitch chat, so uh, we're very close to the end of the month. Now is the time. The hour is nigh. Uh, so big thanks to everyone who's participated in the Fable Clips Championship. We are going to introduce our cast here, but before we do, our, um, our, our, our lovely live production staff, me, <laughs> would love if we could get our Twitch chat to give us a one if somebody sounds good when we introduce them, and a two if I need to, like, revisit their audio and see if there's anything I need to change. So one if they sound good. Two, if I need to fix something, we're going to introduce the cast, and then we're going to get started. So, without further ado, I would like to introduce first uh, our Grizz, a.k.a. Candace the Magnificent. Hi! Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Tell us about your character really quick. My character's name is Grizz, and they are a sycophant. Uh, they're really questioning their alliances and loyalties right now. Um, <laughs> and um, they absolutely, apparently, love animals. So, Fantastic. excited to meet more. <laughs> Excellent. Next up, we have uh, Domestic Dan, a.k.a. Leaf. I'll just keep myself muted there. Hi, <laughs> I am Domestic Dan, Leaf. Uh, gosh, I am, I'm worried about today. <laughs> that's, that's been on my mind just a wee bit worried but hello nice nice to be a little hound here nice little napping hound wonderful <laughs> uh and lastly we have chelsea bites hi everybody i'm pippet and i am your local apothecary biologist i don't know how we're gonna deal with whatever this is but you know i'm gonna know what vitriols they used Excellent. Excellent stuff. Okay. Uh, where we last left off, the cell had boarded a ship known as the Devotion, a massive airship staffed by deckhands and commanded by a tisk de sauce, like a, like a priest who goes by the name of Providence. Providence had implored the cell to... Uh, to uncover some form of treachery or heresy. And to that end, the cell explored the ship as, they, as we all made our way to Lemeret, uh, a, a massive district in the Platelands, known for its uh, scientific endeavors and experiments. But while we were on the ship, 
um, leaf was stricken with some uh, some mysterious uh, some mysterious sleepy sleepy drugs in the in the cult one and ha- having having just uncovered some 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 evidence of heresy was rendered uh, very very eepy. The other members of the cell found uh, some emergency totsin, some 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 birds that uh, that the crew we would use in an emergency to, to send for help. And now we've just uh, uncovered the crew quarters, where further evidence of heresy is uh, is is laid bare. So we're here in the crew quarters with Pippet and Grizz. Oh, this is bad. This is really bad. Is Dan is is is, is Leaf gonna wake up? I don't know who that Dan guy is, but who's Leaf? <laughs> is Leaf gonna wake up? I quite hope so. It, I don't. Could you reverse engineer some kind of um, I don't know. Cure, from I pull out the, the salts. <laughs> I pull out the salts. I pull out one of the salt vials we picked up. Absolutely, it's a it's a crusty looking vial. It's glass. It's real glassware, as far as you can tell, and it's got a cork at the top. And you know, you've seen smelling salts before. You know when you uncork that thing, uh, anybody who's unconscious or asleep is absolutely going to react in some way if they're alive. Stand back. Are you you don't gonna... want to smell this. So, as far as I know, Leaf is in the quarters. Are you gonna go from the from the uh, the crew quarters back to your quarters? Oh my bad. Hold on. <sighs> I mean, know, I, I heard quarters and I said, Oh, so, oh no, yeah. No, no. So we we open up here where we last left off with you and Grizz in the crew quarters, which are like a oh. closet, and you've just uncovered. Uh, let's oh, see if I can right. bring it up here. The, you've the just boxes. uncovered. Yes. That's right. A box. I feel okay. like we. I feel like we should take all that stuff from the box and get the fuck out of there yeah, and yeah, go yeah, back yeah, to yeah, Leaf. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. I, I so it's not just the two says, <laughs> We gotta get up out of here. We gotta get yeah. out of here. I start yeah. grabbing as much as I can, and then I will follow Grizz's lead. Sure. Yeah, you uncovered some venom. Uh, it's a type of uh, a type of vitriol that weakens and exhausts victims. It can make people eepy. Make make them real eepy. That. Yeah, and you've I uncovered some smelling salts. So you're you've, but you've uncovered this box, and it looks it looks exactly like uh, something that might have come from the platelands. It looks nothing like the boxes uh, around it. <laughs> Chris, do you see this? What is this doing here? I thought we were going somewhere better, not peddling backward. Oh, we need to figure this out. We need to save the captain. I grab up everything I so. and I will walk out here because I'm assuming Grizz, you're you're in the room with me. I am, yes. Okay. We need to wake up Leaf. We can't yes. do this by ourselves. We can't, and I I think that maybe he knows something and that's why he's incapacitated at the moment. I didn't even put that together, you're right. And he went <laughs> looking on his own. You're absolutely, yeah, we got to figure out what he found out. So, where is Leaf, though? Is Leaf back this yeah, way? Yeah, Leaf is uh, back in your guys' quarters. Yeah, we're that's gonna where I want to go. We're going to quietly, oh, oh, what's what's the best sneaky way to do sneak. Yeah, we're going to quietly, <laughs> but not, like, weirdly, yeah. like, you know, go that way. Like, sure. they, everything's normal. And we'll just walk back to our quarters. 
Don't be suspicious. Don't be <sighs> suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you all manage uh, rather easily to make your way back to the to your quarters, which are much nicer than the crew quarters. Like when you were in the crew quarters, it was kind of dark and smelly, kind of musky. Yeah. There's like hammocks strewn left and right and just whatever kind of thing juts out from the wall. But in your quarters, there's carpet and there's like gilded boxes and elaborate woodwork. And just, there's like a makeup table even like it's very nice, oh, nice. and it's a all vanity? lit it's all yeah there's a vanity and there's Ooh. it's lit with effluvium lamps like lamp gas lamps so it's like a nice there's a beautiful violet hue to everything it's uh it's gorgeous and so when do you walk in and there, there's bunks but they're like really nice bunks there's pillows and it's delightful but wow. you see princess leaf, leaf has it nice you see leaves Ball. sprawled out halfway off the bed the net all the beds have netting on the sides to keep you inside the bed if the ship starts rocking but the netting is nowhere to be found and leaf is just halfway off completely passed out you see a little bit of blood too there's like a little bit of uh, uh like oh. a little bit of blood driplets oh right right ah uh, yes pliers must be off you know just finalizing that contract you, you know how important it is signed. for pliers yeah yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pliers. Can is- I just like set the scene that Leaf is like laid out across like twenty satin pillows and <gasps> Absol- his candles? Absolutely. And- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's I'm I'm like wow, this opulence. It kind of takes me back. I'm like I've never even imagined that we could be in a place like this. I'm just oh, like yeah. absolutely. I look at Grizz and I say, he looks like he's sleeping so peacefully. Should we disturb him? Let's be real, this is the nicest place we've ever been in. It is, but I mean, does he even like comfort? He's usually lounging in trees. I feel like that's probably the most comfortable place for him. You're right. It's against his nature. Let's wake him up. (laughs) I think Chris, like, takes one of the pillowcases, like, one of the satin pillowcases off to make a little... Yes. Like mask to put over her face. I just do the, I just hold my arm over my face with my, you know, my clothes. And I'll go and just crack it open and I'll be like, ah. And put yeah. it under Leaf's nose. Absolutely. Yeah, you crack the, the vial a little bit. Uh, Wake up, Leaf, son of Leaf. <laughs> you waft the, uh, the smelling salts right under Leaf's nose. And Leaf, uh, you experience the most jarring sensation. It's like that dream you get when you're falling and then you wake up as soon as you hit the ground. It's like that, Leaf. Are you awake? What, uh, what, what is, 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 uh, we, is everything on fire? What happened? It's about to be, maybe. Oh no, do we need to put on the backpacks and jump? Uh, where Where is this? Where? I mentally cannot handle that right now. Where? I repeat that again, I will what? have a breakdown. Um, We're in our quarters, Leaf. In our quarters. You're safe right now, but what? we this feel someone's, not... someone has poisoned you, my friend. They spiked your drink. I, I was dealing with spikes in the trees and now I'm in the... Why, why is it so squishy? Oh, because it's quite nice. It's it's lovely in here, right? I know. I gave um, Leaf some water. Sure. I hand you a cup of water. Don't look at your arm. Pliers had a bit of fun while you were out. Oh, no. I, I say shh and I'll just take like some gauze or just whatever cloth <laughs> and I'll just wipe it like a nurse would. 
So you're just waking up. I'm sure the effects of this vitriol will feel very jarring, but we had to use smelling salts to get you out of that deep, dark sleep. We have a problem. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, what's the problem? They're going to poison the captain. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's what was happening. Uh, I'll make room so you can come inside, Grizz. You know. I... Well, I did... I think? Uh, I don't... The, the poison. I don't remember poison. I do know that the... Uh, the the serve the servant the the, the crew crew member uh what was their name? Uh, what was the, their name? I'm old. <laughs> if only someone had written it down. <laughs> oh God! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's coming back to bite me. We might have. <laughs> oh, while 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 we go through our haze of confusion. We tell him about the birds. The birds. Oh, sure. Yes. Yes, the birds. And, oh. and how how wild the birds. Yeah, Grizz, you want to tell him about the birds? We encountered some birds. Uh, I believe they're called Todsons. And they, um, well, they don't speak. They just repeat what they've heard, and I guess they use them for when they're lost uh, uh, wherever they go in these vessels. But uh, for us, it it revealed that there's a plot to poison. Um, I think I think Farrell is the name of the person they were talking about in yes. uh, in the quarters. Yes, that was them. I followed them, and they had uh, they had wine they were going to deliver to the. They were on. They're on the way to deliver the wine to the captain. Well, the, and they the came from might... the room, the, the the one, if you go toward the stairs up, it's on the left side, some of the crew quarters. They came from there after they were listening in on us and our previous conversation when we got here. And they went upstairs and I followed them and, and they bumped into them and we chatted briefly. And they're like, oh, I got to deliver the wine to the captain. Uh, and I was like, great, I'll see you later. Maybe we have drink and hang out. And uh, then they came down here and then I had the wine. And then I realized that and then I was very sleepy and then I went to sleep. And now I'm here and everything smells like nightmares. <laughs> yes, it's not... It's, it might not get any better. Uh, Pippet, I, I regret to inform you that uh, it might... The captain may not be long for this world. I feel we must be late because by the time we got to the crew quarters, no one was in there. And Farrell had already made their way back to the canteen. That was their name! What do we do? Uh, well... Maybe we well, tell... Providence, instead we, of yes, because it's we were straight tasked. to the top of the chain. That's appropriate protocol. We but, were tasked with finding the rat, I believe, aboard the ship. And uh, while I don't think that's the captain, we at least know that there's some kind of other evil plot in works. But how m much of the crew is in on it? Is it all of the crew or many? You said the birds These had at least a couple people talking. Is it safe for Leaf to just walk around? I don't think so. Maybe. I mean... Oh, because they think I'm sleeping. Yes. Yes. I can... 
I can wait here, and if I hear screams, then I come running, then at that point it doesn't matter. And I didn't give them my bag, so I have all my stuff. That's Maybe true. you should try your best pliers impression. I mean, you were so good at it last time. Yeah. Uh, okay. I am so very annoying, and everything I do is taking uh, from people, and I make them promise things that I, I I feel are very normal, but they're actually very wildly unnecessary. Ah. Uh, scared of physical confrontation and personal confrontation. Is that pretty good? Perfect. You're doing your very best. You did it. I'm convinced. And I will go and get Pliers' stuff. I'll get, like, I know Pliers brings, like, an extra set of goggles. I know Pliers has, like, material. I will start putting these things on Leaf so Leaf can come with us. Yeah, it's trivially easy. Like, you find Pliers' bag of, like, garbage. And it's just a cum a cumulus. <laughs> just, like, all over the room. On two of the beds. Uh, of course. It hasn't. Yeah, pliers is nowhere to be found, but all of pliers' things are evidence of pliers is everywhere. Excellent. There you go. It's me, pliers. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it together here. It's really. Grizz is doing a really bad job of trying to just act like this is normal and looks good. I'm very proud of myself, and I'm very proud of Leaf. So I'm a hundred percent in on this plan, and I'm ready to walk Leaf through this ship so we can go talk to Providence. Perhaps, perhaps a blanket is in order because <laughs> I believe Pliers was maybe maybe he is taken ill because we are so high in the air. I'm sure that is something that happens all the time. So oh, are yes. you trying to cover up our work? <laughs> Well, How would all they, they need to the see, material? really, are the, are the goggles under the hood of the, uh, of the, the rest of the outfit. Yes. Fine. Perfect, okay, perfect. Fine. This is wonderful. See, this is much better. Look at that. Ben? No one needs to know. This is lovely. Yes. I guess so. I, I, I guess. I get a little less, like, enthused. I'm like, sure, compromise is compromise. It's good. That's good. Yes. And I'll say, let's go. Let's do this. Hey, Mandy. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, good enough. <laughs> so, sure. What's the plan? We are going to go. I guess we're not say. I look back to Grizz and I say, so the captain's just like... I think we should probably just go straight to Providence. If we are next to the captain's carcass, so to speak, people might think it was us who killed him. So let's just go to the person who's responsible for caring for everyone on the ship and hope for the best. I turn up, I turn to leave and I say, okay, pliers, what? Right, right, it's leaf, it's leaf, I'm so, you, Grizz, you look at me and I'm like completely convinced. And I'm, I turn to Pliers, Leaf, and I <laughs> I say, Leaf, yes. I will walk in front. Okay. So no one can be so disarmed by the delusion. Right. Plenty I should probably hide my arm that pliers. has tentacles, yeah? Yeah, no, that's, I didn't even notice. I didn't even, oh. you're just so good at this. This is, yes, do that. 
and we go. And Le- I told so Chris be- to- before you guys leave the room, Leaf, I need you to make me a, a chicanery check. Oh, yes, oh, absolutely. But, but you can do so with proficiency because you got so much help. I, I did get so much help. Thank I do you. have, by the way, I'm, I'm putting my backpack underneath the blanket so it kind of looks like I'm a little hunchbacked. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I want my okay. stuff with me in case, uh, I don't know, things go sideways for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> oh, this is great. I'm convinced. <laughs> All of you should be. I'm very convinced. Uh, yeah. That's a 16. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I'm convinced. <laughs> I look exactly like you. Perfect, perfect, exact everything. Where, where did Leaf go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, fantastic. Uh, it's an excellent disguise. Leaf, you've been I... paying attention whenever I've uh, been doing my disguises, and I... I just feel so bonded to you that you have learned this much from me. It's wonderful. I feel I'm so proud. A very good teacher. Mm, thank you. Yes. Pippet, one day we shall work on you. It'll be lovely. I need work? Well, I, I mean, your, de- your declarations were outstanding. I'm just oh, saying if you. we need any, any visual work in the future. Oh, and... Pippin kind of takes that to the heart a little bit, but she puts, she sets the task at hand, straightens up, and she goes out the door. <laughs> the entire Everyone way. stand back, pliers is coming through. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. But, but, but that's what I'm Spiritually. thinking. Spiritually. Spiritually. The entire way. I am speaking very, very quietly to you, like whispering at you. It's not that I don't think that you're lovely because you're absolutely gorgeous, Pivot. It's just that, you know, it, when, when you look at pliers over here, you can see uh, how engaging uh, he looks with his, his, his ruse. And, and I'm just saying that in the future, if you need that, you know that you have two experts now to assist you in disguising yourself even better than you might have before. That's all. Contracts. You're lovely. Wonderful. What? You got me with that one and I couldn't. Got <laughs> a whole sentence ready at your time. One day, I will aspire to you, your greatness. To both of your greatness. I just, I just, I just need to practice. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, uh, and honestly, one day, I hope to be even one sixteenth as good at anything to do with vitriols even knowing what they are. So, we all have our talents. You're right. You're right. And I just kind of like hold back like a tear. And (laughs) I keep it trucking. I keep, I keep moving. (laughs) But I'm just like quietly also agree with Chris. You're right, not everyone has the adaptability of disguise. That's all, that's all. And it's okay because again, you have us. Yeah. Leaf's just chilling. Like, yeah, I'm an expert. Look at what I'm doing so well. You are. It's wonderful. So you open the door and you're in the hallway. What now? I lead them out of the out onto the deck. We just try to walk past. Oh, yeah. Let me move us. We're going to walk past the room. I want to be in front. No, I probably, you know what? I'm gonna be in front. 
Grizz, are, you able, are you able to move your token at all? No, later, it's Pippet's the white cubes for me. Oh, weird. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll move it for you. Thank you. And we're going to pass up where we last saw do, pliers. Do any, of you, gonna... do any of you look through into the room in here? Uh, I thought yes. we'd... Mm -hmm. Oh, into this room. I, mm -hmm. I would into like give a, a quick glance as we pass, for sure. Yes. Yeah, you see a whole bunch of uh, of sailors, air, of air sailors in there, uh, just passed out. Oh. That, uh oh. I think this may I have look been at more it. Is it sweat. is it the effects of the of the wine? Like I should be able to recognize at least. I think you would yeah. suspect heavily that it was. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. Might might I be able to use? Well, I don't have a special ability for it, but I feel like maybe my observation might be good enough. Do I notice who's missing from when I last was in here? Um, like with the effect of the drugs, no. It, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I keep us moving. Okay. So we go uh, up the stairs. Flyers yes. is uh, still nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Open up! Okay. So you make your way up the stairs. There's, uh, there's a really tight corridor. It goes very quickly from, like, red, luscious, carpeted interior along these wood stairs. Like, really nice, beautiful, woodworked stairs. They're tight. They, they curve really sharply to get up. The steps are pretty short because they don't want to take up a ton of space. Um, and as you walk up this passageway across these, this gilded interior, um, you find past all of these ornate uh, murals depicting ancient battles, you walk out onto the top deck through a, a portal onto the top deck of the Devotion. Oops. There we go. Can you all see it? Yes. Okay, good. So we're all out here on the Devotion, except for Players, who's not here. <laughs> players is way over here. Anyway, um, wh what do we do from here? You don't see anyone immediately. So, when we leave the uh, ship, I turn around and I say, you know what, that was a mistake. I really can't speak conversationally. I, I have poor social skills. You probably should have gone first, Grizz. So I use this moment to kind of switch formation. Yeah, okay, sure. If Grizz wants to go push, push ahead. Push Grizz out front. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Grizz puts on a good face. They look very confident. Um, it's very much, uh, the calm duck top and paddling furious bottom that they're doing. And they're just kind of trying to glide and just look like everything's normal. Um, they might add a little bit of like a sway because people have been seeing them drink, even though they purposely obfuscated that and did not drink. Yeah. Um, but so, just, oh. just trying to beeline to where we know Providence is. So yeah, okay, into the Sil Church. So you're, uh, mm -hmm. so you're, you you round a little corner, into uh, the Sil Church here. And when you peek inside, you don't see anyone. There's nobody in here. It's empty. Oh, that's quite it's, unusual. Yeah, that's a bad sign. Providence, excuse me. Uh, Tisk Lord. Hello. Hello? You get no response. 
Dude. Are there like little nooks and crannies to explore in here to see if perhaps they're sleeping somewhere? No. Everything here is pretty open. You know that you've been up on this uh, this pedestal and on onto the altar, and there's not really a whole lot of space in here, and certainly not space enough to hide a tisk. Uh, mm. is uh, do I do I need this anymore? If like the entire crew is all asleep, and we've got the people that we're probably gonna have to deal with anyway. Well, Pliers, of course you need your materials. What are you talking about? What do I? Oh, uh, y y yes. No, you're very. Y y yes. Oh, right. Leaf. Oh, right. Oh, oh, man. I just. You're just so convincing. I. Yes, if you if it's hindering your performance, you should absolutely remove it. I mean, if you want me to be able to defend you if they decide to get all attacking, like, it's maybe best. But what do you, what do you think, Grizz? This is maybe your world of expertise. Well, I mean, normally I would say to stay in the disguise as long as possible, but considering uh, our Tisk person is nowhere to be found, I feel like maybe we are in a little bit deeper than perhaps we previously thought. So right. you could probably do away with all of that. Um... Maybe it would scare them to know that you're not incapacitated. Hmm. No, that's good. All right. It is I, Leaf. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what a tonic. My hair got messed up. Sure. You're out of, you're out of the amazing disguise. The frankly, incredible disguise. Uh, but you're here on the top deck, and it's chilly. The wind is running past you. Uh, it's still light out. Uh, you think that you're covered in clouds, so it's you can't really see much further in front or behind the ship. You certainly can't see the ground, uh, and it's a little cold. I, uh, I most definitely at this point am, uh, I just kind of uh, hold a moment just in case. Um, and I actually, uh, I take out my pickaxe and my, uh, my little buckler and, uh, put them on. I'm not, I'm not liking the vibes of this whole thing. Okay. So you have weapons out, is that it? I do, yes. Okay. Sure. Do any of you, anyone else, do you have weapons? Not quite yet. I look around the chapel a little more to make sure there's nothing that we missed. Uh, yeah. So do you go inside further and look around? Absolutely. Yeah, do you go, where do you go in here? Down the pews. Down the pews. Straight to this pedestal so you climb up I'm those little those little steps there yes yeah so as you climb up, up to the pulpit yeah mm -hmm. as you climb up these steps you begin to notice the floor to ceiling glass windows and you because you're on this side of the ship you see it first you see pliers uh off on the the warbird side uh plank over here with a parachute uh you see pliers jump off the ship I gasp audibly because that's insane to Pippet to even think about jumping. I literally, y'all hear me go. <gasps> what? 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 I I rush like right to you, thinking something has gone horribly wrong for you. I what look was, at you and I say, Pliers just jumped off the ship with the parachute, of course, but still. Oh, okay. Well, that was. And doesn't oh. even know how to use one. Uh, 
Let's go to Gadget. Very, He'll figure it out. Very yeah, capable. Boy. Oh no. But why uh, did he say something? He must be in a hurry. He's. I'd say he's probably fine, but he doesn't seem to care about me that much. So he's probably fine. As you are standing here oh, on no. the on the uh, platform, you see from these floor-to-ceiling windows over the the little lip towards the captain's quarter, the captain's uh, the, the command deck. You can see a small gathering of people, and you notice that someone is standing over a fallen body in the captain's, uh, the, uh, the, the command deck. What do you do? Uh, can how many hear people? from where we are? You cannot hear. No, you're there behind a, a, some big glass panels. Okay. And, and how many people in this small group uh, that we can see at see least? about four. Four, okay. Yeah, three of them are kind of just standing around the front of this the front of this uh, this open set of doors, and you see somebody inside, standing over a, a fallen body. Uh, and no sign of uh, providence, still, yeah. No sign of providence, no. Hmm. What do we do? I mean, should uh, we go eavesdrop? I mean, we could attempt to eavesdrop, but. We could also just talk to them, maybe. I mean... I don't think they want to talk to you. No, probably not, but if they've accomplished their goal, we may not actually be a threat to them at this point. That's true. They just put me to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Chris, you really could talk to them. them. All right. I can be ready can to uh, to defend you as needed, if so. It might give you advantage that I'm too strong for them to poison. Even though in reality it was the people who kept me going. Briz, you see the the discussion becoming more animated, and the person standing over the body becoming more and more agitated. I'm, I'm going to uh, just go over and um, I'm going to listen first and then I'll announce myself. Sure. Just to make sure I'm not entering anything too um, abruptly. Yeah. So you're walking over. I'm following very closely. And you begin to hear the, the, the murmurs of the crowd and they're all saying things like, I didn't think it was going to go this far. Come on, what are you doing? And... Uh, you just hear like a voice from inside just kind of yelling kind of agitated What do you do? I think I Who who is closest to me is is there anyone here that I that I'm already acquainted with or are they all new people? They're all just that hands. Okay, so then I think I would go out um, and probably approach the deckhand that's on the outside of it, just so I'm not interrupting what's happening kind of at the nucleus. Yeah. And just say, oh, I couldn't find anyone to bring me my bag. I gave it in earlier to, um, be brought to my room, and not, uh, it not, seems not, to... Not now, not now. Somebody's held holding the captain hostage. Hostage? Who's holding the captain hostage? 
they kind of step to the side a bit, and you leave. You recognize Farrell uh, mm. standing over the sleeping body of the captain. No, no first mate anywhere, yeah? No. Okay. Interesting. May I ask what's going on here? Um, do you, do you step forward then? Into the, mm-hmm. towards this room? Okay. So, Chris, and I, I, Pippet, where are you? I'm with them, just meekly behind. <laughs> okay. When this Leaf is... went, I went. Yeah, I stood next. I'm standing right next to Grease. Okay. Uh, pick, pick out is not like, it's it's ready to use, but it's not like I'm threatening with it, if that makes sense. It's kind of one of those, like, very down, not up, ready to attack, but it's clear that I'm not trusting anything. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, you are all, uh, you're all in the doorway. And it, before you, you can see the, 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 the command deck, and it's very elaborate. There's, there's, uh, there's rugs in here. There's a, a grate, uh, just in front of the helm. You see a, you see a, a helm. There is a device in here, mounted to the wall, that's, uh, that's used for like the communication between decks. There's equipment for, uh, for, for, for wayfinding. You see maps. And you see the body of the captain. Captain Sharp is lying on the ground, like he'd just fallen out of a um, of a chair, and is lying just in front of the helm. And, and standing over, looming over, is uh, is Farrell. And they've got like tears in their eyes, and they've got uh, a needle, just like ready to go at the captain's neck. Is there a way I can defuse the situation? Diffuse. You look rather desperate. Diffuse? Do you have any idea what it's like serving on this ship for these people? No, I asked your companions and they said that they'd had worse jobs. Always eat so with I'd your love left to hear. hand, never show any affection. Always bow your head to the tisk and pray three times a day. Fill the glass from the oldest one first, but only after you fill the glasses for the tisk. Keep your family tree intact for three generations. We're all heretics to the tisk. You're all heretics. Do you know where Providence is? Perhaps we can ask for intervention? Understanding? Why don't you make me a uh, persuasion human check, Chris? Oh wow! Extremely good. That's twenty-two. That's uh, that's outstanding. Yeah. So, you say these words to Errol, who's now got tears streaming. Down, down their face, and uh, and Farrell is uh, has got the needle, and just kind of looks up at you and says, "I, I, I, there's nothing else. 
that I can do if I if I give up now. There's <laughs> All of us are fighting against a higher power. All of us are struggling. All of us are doing our best. If you kill this captain, then you'll have done something you can't come back from. Are you ready for that? Yes. I can't go back. I can't go back. I can't go back. I can't go back. And you see Pharaoh pull the, the needle back like they're kind of rearing up for it. I, I reach out. Don't trust anything he says. Don't trust anything he says. Don't trust him. I, I say, there's always a way. I've been to war. Veterans in arms. I promise you. There's always another way. And it's just an outburst. <laughs> okay. And I try to, I try to move forward to get in between, and I'm gonna try to let me move this over here. So I'm assuming they're there. Yeah, they're right in front of the helm, actually. So right in front of that big wheel. I say, please, Chris isn't just saying these things; they mean these things. I've lived that life under the crushing weight of expectations, not seeing this light ahead of me, but I promise you there is one. You see all of the muscles begin to loosen in Feral's body. And you see the tenseness kind of kind of melt away. When you hear just a low kind of kind of skittering sound from underneath you. It's, uh... It's... Oh, that's not it. You hear a skittering sound underneath, uh, from, from right where you're standing. And suddenly, a crashing, twisting of metal. You see a hand, a claw of some kind, wrap around the leg of Feral. And Feral looks directly into your eyes, Grizz, as in the span of a blink, Feral's body crumples to the ground and is pulled through a hole not much larger than that claw. Blood and scraps of viscera and skin and clothing are strewn across the entire interior. Pippet, you get a little bit on you, and you just hear from deep, deep below, somewhere in that hole, that dark, vast, this dark cavern, you just hear... <laughs> the captain is still lying on the floor, arms twisted in, in, a, in a very unnatural way, having been like a, a consequence of this this action. What do you do? What is the meaning of this? I, I Eating humans is against the law. What? What? I what run is forward the... and I started helping the captain because I'm not surprised. 
mute mutinies against the law too. <laughs> I start I start working on the captain. Are their arms like to the point where they're just like one do they of, need a splint? One of their arms or? now is uh is twisted backwards. <laughs> yep. I go ahead and I tourniquet that off as best as I can. Sure. And I'll lay them on their back. I'll check if they're conscious. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, well, they're, they're alive. Um, oh, okay. They're alive. Good. They're breathing. They're breathing. They're definitely unconscious. They're not awake. So, yeah, not okay. awake. I'll pull out my, well, I don't know if I want to do that yet. I will ask for some of the crewmates to come help me bring them to more amenable quarters. No, no, hold away on. from this hall. No, wait. I mean, you're there. And I. I think it was just feral. No. From no. what you told me, there was one other that was working with them at the birds. I asked Leaf, because we make eyes and have this conversation simultaneously. Oh, I did. Yeah, I at least said no, like, out loud. Yeah, That just, was, yeah. yeah. Just, but like, and I asked <laughs> Leaf to come help me. Uh, yeah, so I, I go, uh, I make a note of the, th there was three others, crew members here, yeah? Yeah. I make a note of their faces very specifically. Yeah, absolutely. That's easy for you to do. You're a hound. Yeah. I just kind of look them over. Not like glaring, but each one I make note of and go, Gliz, you should join us. You see that hand reach back up through a hole. I get the fuck away from that. You see another hand reach up through the hole and split the hole wider. It gets wider and wider. The sound of twisting grated metal is loud and you see some of the wood splintering, which leave you know to be just outstanding, an outstanding display of strength. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> you see emerge from the hole in front of the helm the long serpentine like neck the muzzle covered in blood lapping at its lips matted with uh, with viscera and the nose just just kind of waving itself around looking with its senses around the uh, the interior of this command deck you see the enormous head lean forward and the eyes first. What follows is the body, the rest of the tisk. Providence begins to emerge, shoulders popping, moving slowly, powerfully out from the floor. And when Providence emerges without any robes on, you can finally see the entire body of a tisk, and it's awful. It's huge, much taller than a human, maybe standing at nine, ten feet. Far too many teeth, just a long snout. And Providence is covered in blood from the front. Where, what are you guys doing? It, looking to see if there's hostility here, like Re like, you know, an animal ready to strike or observe. Okay, so observation. It's not like it meet. 
I'd say not immediate danger, but that would be probably a lie. Uh, <laughs> but not ready to attack us, danger. I, I kind of drop to my knees and I show just anim- like animalistically just show submission yeah. to this creature. You drop to your knees? Not, not fully. Like I'll drop to a knee. Okay. But sure. Just like backing off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I definitely do the the same bow that has been done pr- like regularly, especially because I'm anointed. I I repeat what I've been seeing over and over, and I think I did in the uh, little temple area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so I don't kneel, but I do the bow that that has been done regularly to this tisk. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and when you do, Providence acknowledges you all and just says, Little humans, please excuse the mess. One moment. And Providence walks on all fours at first and then stands, rears up onto and puts one hand, long, sharp fingers along the side of the wall. And you can now see a mass of skin webbing between uh, Providence's left arm, forelimb, all the way down the side of Providence's body. And you notice now the leg, the the mechanical, biomechanical leg as well. It's, It's not shaped necessarily exactly like Providence's other one. In fact, it looks somehow sharper. You see Providence's other hand reach for the device on the wall, and Providence pulls a tube from the wall. Our Holy Father, in thine burning glory, if we cannot hide from you, from your judgment, then neither can our enemies. Thine children pray unto thee, Holy Father. Let thine justice be true. Vengeance be swift. And let mercy be overcome. You may yet save your wretched souls. Bring to me the accomplice of this human, and I will let you live. Bow before God. And pray that I do not send you to meet him. I just look back at Leaf and I'm like, man, can't argue with that. Um, oh, I slowly back away and I'll whisper to Leaf. Do you happen to know the conspirators? I only knew of the one. There were, you mentioned there was a conversation with the birds. 
Perhaps we can tell the, the Great One and he can listen and will know their voice. I did not hear it, so I cannot determine which one of these three. Uh, I... Kind of that prompting, I, uh... Uh, great, great One. Yes, human. You are correct, there is another. I do not know their name or their voice. But, the birds below deck do. <clears throat> the other thing, uh, while your announcement was uh, wise and just and within his name, the rest of the crew has been rendered unconscious outside of the ones you see here. I you, verified you, it myself. You look back Someone behind you. Someone used a vitriol. They're gone. Ah. In fact, uh, you see two other crewmen uh, who you've never seen before in robes that are not quite familiar, rushing towards you. Uh, they're a little shorter, uh, a little harried, and they've got Providence's robes, and they just kind of bustle past you without saying a word, and they present uh, the robes. Providence, they just open them up for him. One on either side of Providence. You see Providence's arms spread wide as they put the robe on him. <laughs> and they, when, when they're finally done, they like back away along the wall and just lean, just kneel down with their head against the ground, crawling backwards. Providence now robed, standing before you. Above game. I'm about that life, big tisk energy. That's impressive. But I, I say that vitriol's involved. We're looking for the saboteur. Uh, we're on it. We're on it. I look at Leaf and I say, we should go ask the birds ourselves. They, they talk that way? I thought they only repeated. Yeah, let's go. Did I, you, um, did you... Did, so, are you whispering this out loud? So, as quietly as I can, a leaf, yeah. Providence is just nodding along with you. Of course, yeah. We should go ask the birds ourselves. Yes. Right, leaf? Yes. And we need to get medical attention for the captain. I, I can I can help. Yeah, yes, that is good. I, will, I recognize and know the three that ran. They cannot hide from my eyes. I love a but, bottle episode. Sounds like you're on the case. Uh, yes, perhaps perhaps you should check and keep the captain well, if that is all right, great one. Um, Providence leans over to the wall, the tubes on the wall again, and looks back and says, The Totson you would like to speak. The yes, they were, um, we stumbled upon them and heard that, uh, someone had made plans to overthrow. It could be Farrell's voice, it could be the conspirator's voice, but as we are new here, we thought perhaps you would want to hear in case you recognize them. Bring me the... Hotson from the cargo hold. 
deliver them onto the navigation deck. Providence hangs the, the tube back on the wall. In your investigation, humans, did you find anything incriminating? Outside My of... Eyes flit to Grizz. And they flip back. As your eyes flit to Grizz. Providence's eyes also flit to Grizz. Yeah, so above table, I'm just going to be real with y'all. Grizz is not doing good. Um, this is this is terrifying. And they they were frightened by the cassette. This seems slightly worse. So they're just going to spill those beans unless Do it, because Pippet's the it. same way. Pippet's sat I don't, down. I don't want to sell out these people. It sounds like they're <laughs> oh, I am. for real. Oh. But in my head, I'm like, we can fix that later. For now, we need to just smooth all of this out. I can't help Feral anymore. But oh, yeah, well, they're, they're done. They did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh. I think Grizz looks at Providence and says, yes, uh, great one. We did find in the crew's quarters a box that looked like it was from the platelands, as well as some vials of salts, which is how we were able to revive Leaf. He had a run-in with Farrell on his way to investigate what was going on and um, was poisoned his wine. You have several sailors right now that are actually passed out as well for similar reasons. Thank you, little humans for bringing this to my attention. You will be rewarded. Severely rewarded. You see some of the crew kind of bustling back and they're carrying arm in, uh, by the arms, dragging another crewman towards you. One of the ones you were drinking with, Leaf. But not one of the three that were here. No. Those three are dragging someone back. Mm. And one of them has a small cage. Uh, just a tiny little cage. With a Totsum in it. I'll I'll motion to the three to, to shush. To, like, us three, like, quiet from what, what you told me how they work. And then I, like step aside to make sure they can walk in towards uh, Providence. Yeah, uh, someone just hands one of the uh, one of the helpers, one of the, the Nakata, these these two servants inside. They, one of them stands up and just bows and then walks over to the door and accepts the Totsun and brings it back and just opens the cage and the Totsun flies over to, uh, to Providence, who's got an arm out and is now kind of like just lightly kind of petting the side of the bird and cooing to it. You can tell, by the way, that Providence's whole mouth is now a lot, there's a lot less blood on it and a lot more saliva. Um, and at the same time as all of this, uh, those crewmen just throw the, the prisoner on the floor in front of you and in, in, on the carpet and in, in between you and, and Providence and uh, and they're they're shaking <laughs> they're they're shaking and they're you can hear them kind of gasping like sobbing 
if uh, hmm. if it looks like they're going to talk at all, I'll actually stand behind this person that was thrown on the ground. Uh, mm. And the moment it looks like they might try to talk, I'm going to clap. Like, I've got my tentacly arms, I'm going to wrap around their mouth, because I don't want them to influence the bird in any way. Sure. Yeah, they they um they're not talking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's more of a reaction. If they if they happen to try to talk, I'm going to try to be there to quiet them immediately. They haven't looked up once. Their eyes are on the ground, and you can tell that they're just like shaking, like a just like a terrified animal. They're shaking. Was this the one that was talking to me and I was relating with while I was drinking? Can't quite or the one. I can't remember. Can't That's quite okay. remember, but they yeah, were there. Yeah. You you remember their face, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> um. The providence is, has got the bird up to, uh, up to its up to to, to to his ears, and the bird is is whispering into providence's ear, and providence is just nodding along. You see, providence pull out a a, a nut <laughs> from his robes and just like gingerly feed. The Tonson, some of these, some of this, this feed from his pocket. The Tonson happily just munching and, and whispering. It's strange when a Tonson whispers. Tonson have four eyes, just like Indrid do. There's their eyes are wide open, all four of them on the front of their head, and their beak just stays open while this valve inside mimics lips and speech. So you just see the bird with its mouth wide open. And like all of its eyes wide open, you know, speaking softly, quietly into uh, into Providence's ear. And Providence looks back at uh, the prisoner on the ground. Human, why have you forsaken the holy realms? And they're shaking and shaking. And Providence looks to you, to all of you, regards you, and, and says, The Holy Realms do not believe in consuming human. But we do not consider heretics you have a soul. And so I ask again, little human, why have you forsaken the holy realms? And they're sobbing and sobbing. What are any of you doing? Are any of you doing anything? No. I'm, I'm not. just monitoring the captain to use that as an excuse to not watch what I think will happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying a, a damn thing. Uh, this is not a question for me. <laughs> and it's uh, not, not my business, not my problem. <laughs> I mean, Grizz will say something if there's something said that they have an answer to. But intervening without knowing the rest of it. Like, I know Feral's side. And they're gone. Yeah. 
that's where Gris is at. Sure. Uh, behind you are, are three of the awake crew members who were trying to talk down Feral. And they're all, they've got their hands in front of them and they're kind of looking down a little bit. And Providence takes a step forward on two legs with like a loud <laughs> metal leg making a little bit more of a twang. Esteemed guests of the devotion, what are your findings? Uh, before I was rendered unconscious from the wine, uh, I had found that uh, the uh, expired uh, one feral. Uh, who you so graciously and quickly ended. Uh, they were on the way to here to poison the captain, motioning, motioning towards him. And uh, it was clear they were working with someone. They were trying to listen in on us, ran to their quarters, whispered to them, and then took the wine up here. From there... I went to the canteen to socialize, try to catch faces and remember them. I do remember this one drinking with me, but, and I turned to the three behind, were they unconscious when you found them? Who are you talking to? The three crew members that brought the, the, uh, the potential co-conspirator. They're all... Uh, they look to each other, and they're looking back at you, and they're like, we didn't drink the wine. We were on duty. I know. This one, the one you brought, did he drink the wine? Was he unconscious? Could I use my science powers to find out if there was... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would love to see if there are any lasting effects from mm, any yeah. wine. Because if they have none, that's a damning uh, piece of evidence when everyone else was unconscious, and that's where Leaf's mind is going. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, you're a biologist, but you've also had your fair share of cult wine, and you know how it stains the lips a little bit when you, uh, yeah. when you drink it. I love it. I'll roll for it. All right. I think I have a plus three on that skill. A plus six on that skill. All right, let's do it. All right, gonna hope for this person. Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You. Uh, you do notice um, when the person on the ground looks back towards you, their eyes finally meeting yours, and you can see the deep well of fear. You notice uh, that their lips have no stain. I look to Leith, and I say. Right, so they were not unconscious, which they were drinking with me, at least according to what it, it showed, but they did not suffer any ill effects, which implies they may have known what was going on and working with the late Feral. However, I am curious, looking at the three as well, why did you not join the drinking? Where were you? 
and I'm looking to each of their faces as they're, a hound yeah. to try to see if they're lying. They're all like, yeah, I was on duty. I was over here. I was swabbing this deck. I was on lookout. I was doing normal ship stuff. I would love to see if they, who is truthful and who is not, or if they're all truthful. They all seem very truthful. They all seem terrified. Okay. And don't very don't need to roll for that. Just like it's very obvious very, to me. They're it's very okay. obvious to you. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, and, and I look after. Mm, yes. We, we recall from when we, me and Grizz listened into the Todsons, the only information we got was that Farrell was Farrell's name and that there was a plot tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I tried. <laughs> Honestly, you know? <laughs> oh, man. I wish I'd have got someone's names before they poisoned my friends, you know? That would have been... Oh, God. Mm. Great, great one. Had you wanted to know the reason this happened, or just who was doing it, who was in responsible? Human motivations do not interest me. Only actions. And the actions conducted by this human are heretical. Your findings are such. Yes. Oh, yes, um, for this particular one. Do either of you know anything I'm missing? No. I'd say when we observed everyone drinking, like everyone was drinking tonight, going back into Pippet's head from what we saw at the, uh, in the lounge. And everybody we just walked past is still passed out. So, so everybody so who I up, drank, I drank, but I purposely stayed away so that I wouldn't get drunk. That's what I was yeah. trying to avoid. This was just a yeah. happy accident for me. Pippet's tumbling it all together. Like, eventually, most of the people who kept drinking got poisoned. And that they're now asleep on the floor. So the people who are up, they might still be innocent, but they're definitely more suspect than the people on the ground. And those yeah. are the people that I care about. So, yeah. Those are my findings. Great one. What? Those on the floor, they're wholly innocent. What items have you uncovered in your investigation? Oh, surely. Um, we came across the crew quarters when Leaf had been dispatched and disposed. There was a pile of venom and we found some boxes from the plate lands. Did you recover the venom? I do have some upon me. Produce it. I hold it out. I have two vials. Providence. It's all I could find. Providence leans this long head over towards your your hand, and you can see the nose working. This the long, wet, pointed nose and leans his head back to the person on the floor. Show me your hands. The person on the floor isn't moving, so the two helpers 
just kind of scurry over and grab the hands and pull them up to Providence. And so now this person on the floor is just, they've got their hands up in the air while they're kneeling and they're sobbing. And you see Providence's nose working along the hands. And Providence leans back up and looks to you and says, The evidence is incontrovertible. Distinguished guests, you may choose the method of retribution to be done to the heretic. You may choose what shall be done to rectify this heresy. Choose between defenestration or consumption. I look at Leaf. It's your right. The wrong was done upon you. It's it's a lot of pressure. Thank you so much. Uh, You're welcome. <sighs> hmm. I I ponder for a moment. Uh. <sighs> boy, I hate the. Uh, I think I know what I'm going to choose, but. When I was looking at Providence, when Providence specifically spoke about consumption now, as well as how while eating a human is not good or okay, if they're soulless and a heretic, they're no longer human in the Tisk guys. Did I note any craving in those statements. It's difficult to hear a phrase from Providence without a sense of, of deep longing for flesh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I was wondering, because as much as I don't like the idea of a tisk eating a human or a human at all getting eaten, uh... Yeah, it's, uh... That's probably the best choice for our benefit. So... Uh... It's maybe... I don't know, this this is like 30 seconds of him legitimately just sitting there thinking hard. <laughs> yeah, you see Providence's mouth just covered in saliva. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's as you said, Great One, uh... Those who betray their own beliefs, are they really human at that point? I think uh, it would be the quickest and most merciful way to go to be ended quickly rather than fall and plummet. And then you also would get stronger and more able, I would assume. And bow my head. <laughs> like, as before, like, I don't want to outright say, please eat him. I'm trying, but I'm absolutely saying it. As you, as you say these words, 
uh, you notice the rest of the crew begin to emerge from below deck. They're walking, shuffling towards you, their hands kind of kind of crossed in front of them. All the ones you thought were asleep. They're all moving towards you. And so now the top deck has got probably 10-15 people just behind you. You can hear murmuring. Providence looks to you and to the captive. Your method of recompense has been decided. Rise. Rise. They grab the human at the chest, their, their claws just digging deeply into the skin, impaled now like a shrike. Uh, like a shrike would impale a tiny bird. This, this, uh, this tisk has, has just gracefully plucked this human up while they're screaming and crying and lifted them up off their feet and has got them just like dangling now alive and walks towards you out towards the door. Do you move out of the way? Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Providence continues walking slowly while this person is crying and screaming. And Providence, you can see a hand reach up, another claw, and just gently stroke the head of this person. <laughs> They're crying and screaming. And Providence is walking now slowly through this crowd of people out onto the deck before turning around and looking, regarding all of you. And while Providence may be speaking to the person who's holding, he's actually talking to the entire crew. Heresy is the greatest crime in the Holy Realms. And the worst form of heresy is treason. I love human. I have such a deep, deep love for human. Because no matter what you do, you will always Preserve yourself, even at the expense of your soul. Everyone bows their head. Providence raises the body. And we'll be right back with the next half of Isless, uh, episode 14. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Welcome back to the second half of Isless, episode 14. My name is Veronica Ripley. I am the creator of Isless. I'm really happy you're here. 
uh, please, if you haven't yet done so, check out our, our website. We have an awesome website, so check out uh, our, our ISLIS portion, our ISLIS section of the website. You can get yourself a free copy of the Quick Play Guide. So you can play ISLIS at home. There's rules and lore and like a, a, a little encounter for you to do. It's awesome. So check it out. We've also got podcasts and we have a merch store. And if you support us monthly on our merch store, you get access to our very exclusive podcast where we talk, we round up the show at the end of every show uh, with the cast and crew. And we talk about the episode and uh, and the creation of it and what the cast favorite parts were. It's really fun. It's called Leftovers. So check it out too at fablescraps.com. Uh, support us on the merch store for that podcast. And be sure to follow us on Twitch. I want to give a very special thank you, by the way, to all the people who have uh, given bits and subscribed and donated. That stuff is awesome. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Bomb Jack, for the 20 gifted subs earlier. It was very sweet. And uh, and to Vic the Victim and everyone, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that does it for housekeeping. You guys ready to start the episode? Yes. <laughs> Providence is holding the sobbing crew member dangling up off the floor, the deck. The wind is blowing through his fur, his robes kind of flowing behind him. Uh, and all the crew members are just heads down facing Providence. This is the face of heresy. Providence hoists them higher, shows everyone the sobbing, bloody mess. This is what you could become if you stray from the cleansing light. You have forfeited your soul. And so your body is mine. Providence reaches up with another hand and just tears this sobbing mess in half and begins snarling, eating the insides like some kind of awful dumpling sucking out the body parts and the brains and viscera nose way deep inside this body just like coring it out like a like a twinkie i just look back at grizz and leaf and then i look back at the captain Kind of use that as my steady point. When you look at Grizz, their eyes are kind of focused in that direction to not be rude. But there's like nothing going on there. Like you see there's like nothing, but like it looks like they're just staring through and they have this like very fake smile kind of plastered on their face. Very similar to the one I think you probably saw the first time you met them after they're running with the Cassatt. Mm-hmm. You just hear crunching of bones and just just viscera being sucked out of this body. And finally, the the the, the tisk rears its head back and drops the 
this 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 the skin, some of the little bits and pieces that have fallen off, the, the clothing, the hair just falls to the ground in a heap. And you see Providence face just dripping with viscera lock his head back towards you three who are still in the navigation deck. And it was all thanks for the tireless efforts of our distinguished guests here tonight who have helped root this heresy from my ship. Thank you, little humans. I do adore humans so much. Great one, um, thank you for our time aboard this ship. It has been rather eye-opening, and um, we we wanted to assist you in recompense for helping us back in uh, after our Coward's Pass incident. Um, would it- you have decided to join us. We're- we are still trying to We're figure happy out- happy that our skills could be of assistance. Oh, yes. We'll make sure that we continue to be of assistance throughout this trip. Excellent. Could we could we have more of an understanding, perhaps, of what you feel, um, what you know, excuse me, heresy to be, to make sure that we stay within the parameters that you expect? Before Feral died, they did mention that uh, they felt they had few options. And you don't seem as black and white as all that. The deacon will fill you in on the details. I must wash myself. Yes, a holy cleansing. As Providence walks backwards slightly, you see the deacon step forward. Uh, this is the one who introduced you to the ship and gave you a little tour. Second in command of the ships here called deacons. This is a guy called Decker. And Decker uh, walks forward and just, hey, uh, you guys want to follow me? Uh, yes, but should we not attend to the captain first? We do have a wonderful medic with us. Uh, then Nakata will take care of him. Right. I'll let Leaf know they're stable and I'll, well, we can leave them. Of course. The deacon leads you back, um, into the Sil Church. And sits in the chairs on the podium with you and just offers you a seat here in the Sil Church. You walk past the, as you're walking over there, you're walking past a, a, a whole crew of people who you thought were asleep, um, who are all kind of whispering amongst themselves, and and uh, and they're all kind of just, they're all just kind of muttering and scoffing, 
And some of them are saying things like, I knew it. And I, I knew we weren't, I couldn't trust them. I knew we couldn't trust them. Now, when you say we thought they were asleep, I'm now looking more in their faces of like, does it look like they just woke up? Did they actually sleep? Was it all a fake and were they all in on it? That kind of like, I'm very suspicious now. We know the three up were, had no idea what was happening. Uh, I, or at least I know that. But these ones now I'm worried. Uh, uh, it's difficult to tell. They're kind of wa- muttering and walking, but the deacon is leading you rather quickly into the cell church, so. Okay. Difficult, difficult to say. Not right. Could be either one. So the deacon brings you up onto the podium and as you sit in these chairs, the same chairs that Providence had you sitting in. Providence now nowhere to be found. Uh, you're not quite sure where <laughs> Providence is. <laughs> and uh, Deacon is now sitting down, Decker is sitting down in these chairs with you and and uh, sits down with kind of a <laughs> Wow. Uh, you, don't, uh, you don't see that. Every day. <laughs> uh. No. Uh, yeah. So you just don't. Uh, you just. I mean, it's easy. Just don't do heresy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Could what? you explain to us what heresy Please. is? Farrell seemed to believe that even um, serving drinks out of altar or caring about one's family could be heresy. So, just want to know. You know, well, broad strokes. I mean, yeah, yes, I, technically, but like we, I, I, it's this is normal. This is normal stuff. Like, yeah, we don't, you know, we don't just, we just don't, we we abide by certain rules, and it's 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 you know. I what? thought you all were contractors. Excuse me. In the, in the, I look at Grizz. Like, I shouldn't have said that. But they are meaning, doing Meaning that work. you had been hired to work on this ship. When we spoke to the uh, lower members of the crew, they mentioned that they had no control over where they were put. They were just assigned randomly to ships. That's right. We're all assigned. Oh. What an interesting workflow. And all of you just abide by... Not committing heresy? Well, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's really not that hard to just not be a heretic. <laughs> uh, yeah. How many heretics do y'all find every month? I mean, we, we root it out. I don't know. Who knows? Fisk no, I guess. The sauce knows. You don't know? Well, we don't make it a habit to make friends with heretics or anything, so... Right, of course. Uh... I just kind of... Y'all, I walk off. I just kind of wipe my face like this. Did... Deacon, did did you get the the unconsciousness poison as well, or were you... Well, I'm not, this is not a, a question of, of, of loyalty, but I was wondering where you ended up uh, during all of this kerfuffle. Torchguard Intelligence told us that there was a risk of heresy aboard this vessel when we boarded in Delacrathorn. And we knew that 
we knew that Feral was a was a potential um, heresy risk. Uh, we didn't know about uh, Shale. We had no idea. So we switched out their poisons. It was trivially easy to find them. Um, that was their name. When they say it out loud, I, I just go, that was their name. Like, I remember. We switched out their and, poisons and, and uh, you know, we made the agreement to make it appear as though their plan was working so that we could draw out the, um, the, the heretic. Oh, so the, okay, the rest of the crew, that is why they were able to wake up so fast as it wasn't poison, it was more a sleeping agent? Providence has been smelling venom on the ship basically since we left, so we just had to track oh. down who was handling it all. Okay. I was I was a little worried and suspicious about the crew itself because all of them woke up faster than I thought they should. It was the poison. You know, it was planned. It feels like that we weren't really needed in this whole plan, but huh, I'm glad we could help. So I we did find the, the trust. We, yes. we were privy, the captain and I, to the knowledge that you three were aboard. Uh, and that Providence had a plan, and that the plan was that you three, or where's your fourth one? Uh, they're they're just um that they're, they're very private, and they take time to uh, organize all of their tools and things. Did they banish uh, it? I, I don't think so. No, they're they're Ooh. fine. Who all saw them jump off? It, I'm trying to remember who, if we all, I think, was it only you, uh, Pipit? This is above board. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. It I'm was making just sure, me, I'm just, I, I don't want to accidentally be I, like, oh, I, I saw him jump, because. <laughs> I saw him, but I did tell you. You did? Oh, she, okay. Uh, be like, he's organizing tools. That's a strange way to organize his tools. I say, well, he's a very strange character. He likes to roam around on his own. He does walk away off from us many times. It's really hard to keep track of him. Well, also, he's quite small, so he could be hiding anywhere, really. He could be asleep really? in a barrel, for example. <laughs> anywhere, yeah. All right. Anyway, the plan from Providence was to allow you to see if you could find the heresy, and if you could, uh, then we were going to approach you with an offer. Um... Providence may have mentioned a longer relationship with uh, the Holy Realms. Is that right? Yes. They did indeed mention something. Yes. Uh, What's that relationship entail? His eminence is not uh, strictly allowed. His His evidence is bound by diplomatic bureaucracy uh, to not be present at this meeting. And so I ask that this remain here. We would like to make you an offer. As some of you may know, uh, a fair will be taking place in Lemareth. 
this fair is one where all of the nations of Islis will be bringing their most elaborate and most interesting technology to showcase their own superiority. We privately would like to ensure that the Kassat's offerings here at this fair in Lemeret were as embarrassing for them as possible. I look at Gris. To what degree would you need us to um, sabotage the Kassat exactly? And would it, what happens if it leads back to us? Well, we're prepared to offer you any sum of Tau Saints, Blue Saints. We are offering you a, 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 a huge amount of our technology. Um, we were prepared to offer you prosthetics, uh, whatever tools you may need, but we will disavow any knowledge that that would possibly connect us. I see. So we'd be on our own. That's right. As fugitives. Well, so, uh, technically, you're already fugitives. That's true. But you're pious. Uh, this is a very uh, incredible and uh, generous offer. Uh, would it would it be okay if we did have some time to discuss it? Pippet's in the back saying nothing. Um, not much time. I don't not but b- well before we arrive. Well, you won't be arriving to Lemuret with us. Oh. Oh, we would not want to arrive with you because of the, the whole thing, and it would be implicating the all of you. The deacon stands up and walks towards the altar and lifts a latch underneath the altar, and a seam begins to open up along the sides of this altar, one that you didn't even notice before, and in the, the whole altar swings open forwards, and inside of this, what you now know is a huge chest, are prosthetics. Uh but not prosthetics that you're entirely familiar with. You see inside a, uh, uh, just a massive apparatus with, uh, with a lot of some kind of material that looks similar to skin. The deacon heaves one of these long pillars with all these buckles and hooks and, and, and cuffs out articulated and kind of clanky and says as a show of our commitment to our uh, distinguished guests we'd like to offer these to you 
and hands to you first, Leaf, a uh, a masterwork uh, glider. It's a apparatus that can retract from your torso. Uh, it requires a, a, some flowing kind of clothes to wear, like robes. Uh, it's very difficult to hide it, but uh, it also requires you to only to caps your armor at two. Uh, and just says, hmm. "This is uh, this is this is uh, it's a glider. We plan on allowing you to glide down back to the surface and uh, make your way into Limerick apart from us." That uh, that would that would track with what I was thinking. The uh, deacon comes back and hands two more uh, to you, Grizz, and to you, Pippin. What guarantee we have? Do we have from you that um, you'll follow up with the rest of whatever once the deed is done? <laughs> We've already tried to uh, appease our captors with some work that we did, and for our efforts, we're rewarded with a whole hunting party arriving to try and take us back, despite us doing the work. Would we all need to be anointed first to know that we are on the same page? Or is Leaf enough? We are reasonably sure that you'll continue to work with us. Um, for a lot of reasons. You know, we have all of this technology. We're offering a lot of money. Um, and Providence can find you. Oh, what a relief. Would I be understanding correctly that effectively, if we say this is something we want, we'd more or less be a hidden agents of the holy realms? More or less. We would devour, disavow your existence. Exactly. But, yeah, I see. I write I, down that they said devour our existence. And I look back at you two after looking at this, and I just kind of make eyes like, what choice do we have? <laughs> Leaf, Leaf's looking a little greenly at a lot of the prosthetics. <laughs> Well, I think it's good for us to all have the same understanding amongst each other before we say a full yes or no. Maybe give us a few minutes to discuss it. Solidarity is key. Even if everyone goes along with it, it's good to make sure that we're all as uh, fervorous for it. It's true. Is there a place we might have some privacy away from Providence and the rest? I'll step outside. Thank you very much, Deacon. Just a few minutes, the, no more than that. The Deacon walks down the pews and out the door. Well, I like Providence better than the Cassatt. That's true. At least he's straightforward. We know exactly what we're getting. 
We do. And what happens but if we betray? There's a very different uh, kind of feeling, though, between trying to mind our business and being on the road, escaping uh, the tragedies we left behind, and actually full-on attempting to guarantee the disaster of anything the Kassar touch. Does that make sense? Yes. No. Oh, uh. It goes I mean, completely against protocol, is what Grizz is trying to say. And we don't want to be the target of that disaster, of that problem. Uh, we don't want to be the cog that breaks the machine. So if we're ready to take on the responsibility, the heat of dealing with that problem, that's what Grizz is saying. I... I feel like we've already put ourselves in that situation, or at the very this least. This is worse, Leaf. This How? is worse. This is because we'd we're be actively responsible. Against... Yes, actively. That... Rather than just being before they had reason to look at us because we left. Because it we... was just Ingman. Now it's yes. them. No, but now the... it's who was that investigator lady? It's it's we're on their sights. They have our names, our faces. It's not the Ingman anymore. They would have brought the Kassad if the Kassad had problems with us. They, no, they were going to bring us back to the Kassad if we didn't do everything they wanted. I think it's just Ingman trying to save face. He doesn't it have much of face anymore. Up, but, oh, that's true. You're funny. Um, above board, Overmind. that was funny. <laughs> Overmind, I have a question. Yeah. Um... So we're trying to get to Lamette where, um, uh, Lemaret, where the, uh, this fair is going to take place, yes? Mm -hmm. That's right. And do the Kassat have a presence in Lemaret or just like a diplomatic kind of. The Kassat control every city in the Platelands. Okay. In fact, there are different Kassat who control every different city in the Platelands, every different district. All districts in the Platelands are controlled by a different type of Kassat, basically. And then the Tisk have no jurisdiction in those areas then? All the Platelands. Like, right now we're just, we're just going through? Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm asking because that would at least give us a place to hide in Lemaret if the Tisk had presence there, but it sounds like, like they do not. Oh, like an embassy kind of right. idea. Which, like, I know that they're going to disavow us and pretend that they don't, like, we don't know her, and that's fine, but you we can still, knowing that they are kind of antagonists, could use that to kind of stay safe. You do know of one place in Lemaret you might be safe, right? You still have the package, don't you? Yes. We do. It's in my bag that's on me right now, as a matter of fact. Should we just take it? I... Pibbit, you're not wrong. Everything you're saying is exactly what I'm thinking, but... Leaf is right. We have caught the eye. I don't think we can people. refuse. I just need us to understand what we're getting into. All right. As 
I, I do, and as strange as it is, this is a working on the, the sides of the harvest and in cities like Acadia Farms. This may be, as strange as it is, the most hospitality I've ever experienced in my life. I've seen the cities that Kassat rule in the Habs, and it's... Uh, uh, it's squalor is the best I could think of. It's not good at all. Even if these crewmates are upset, they don't understand what is out there. Their crew quarters are so much better than anything I've ever lived in. Even with the, what we saw out there, that's still better. I, I chose the eating because even though there was fear, he did not get thrown. They had a choice in a death. We never do. This weirdly, I think, may be the best choice we have in life. Leaves right. You're not wrong. I've never seen such mercy from the Kassat. All right. I'll go get the deacon. I think Grizz peeks their head out the door and looks down the hall to see if they're around. It just kind of gives like a call out. Yeah, they're right there. They come back in. Um, so, what do we think? We have a quorum. We will... We'll play the game and do what you ask in exchange for the assistance you said you'd provide. Excellent. Uh, do you need help getting into these? Have you seen these before? No. Oh. Uh, do you want some help? Yes. yes. It, you said the clothing has to be accommodating. Uh, do you have any, any clothes that could or robing, but uh, because we are not to look associated, the uh, colorful robes would probably be a poor choice. I think the clothes you have on now should be fine. Hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just you can't wear any real armor with it. Yeah, not more than the little bits I have already. Yeah. Hmm. It's fine. Okay. Could Could I ask, Declan? Declan is your name, yes? Uh, it's Decker. Decker. Excuse uh, me. I'm the deacon here. It's confusing. Yes. Uh. I saw, uh, for a moment, when Providence's robes were off, there's webbing under the arms. I don't know much about biology, but does that mean the tisk can fly? Um, yeah, some of them, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I Thank you. I think I understand the airship idea. They yes. like the sky. You should it see, does make much more sense. You should see New Aidless. It's, uh, it's all. <laughs> it's, what, 700, 800 fathoms high? Oh. It's, uh, that it's sounds lovely. It's all built into the trees. Yeah, it's... it's oh, the trees. I, I kind of want to go there now. Maybe after all this is done. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll find yourself there. That'd be wonderful. Leaf looks genuinely excited about this idea. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, the deacon is just going to walk around and help you get set up in these this, this apparatus. Uh, it's a little bit unwieldy at first. Uh, you can feel a little bit of resistance, but 
teaches you which muscles to flex in order to bring out that webbing along the side of your bodies. Um, so this, uh, this, this, um, this very special fabric here, uh, don't, uh, don't, don't get it wet. Try not to get it wet. Try not to, uh, try not to get it, uh, punctured in any way. It's going to work a lot less for you. Sometimes, uh, we've seen some failures where it gets stuck. If you try to, if you get it like, like muddy or gritty, just try to keep good care of it. Uh, cause it, it you, you don't want it to fail. No, you can't really make it down with one, you know, <laughs> gotta have both sides. So, uh, a quick question. Yes. Uh, would it be possible, uh, not much, but some uh, some walking around money, so to speak? Uh, I, the Arcadia Farms took everything I had when we were fleeing. Yeah. And something to make it so we look more normal and are not beggars. <laughs> What's the maximum for Lemret? They they count your money on your outside here, right? In the Platelands? Yes, they do, and I don't actually know what it would be in Lamorette. I look to to Grease and Pipit. They're more traveled than I. I know that you can have a little bit more money in Lamorette because of um... Tweep? That we met? Twill? Twill. Twill. Yes. (laughs) Tweed. Sorry. Tweed. (laughs) I don't think they walk around with saints on their shirts or or vouchers on their shirts. No vouchers. Yeah, no vouchers. Yeah, no it's, vouchers. All, it's all saints. And uh, you all it's have, a necklace, right? You all have a wallet and it can be stitched onto your clothing or it can be stitched onto a harness or it can be a necklace, but it's all on the exterior of your body and it shows you how much money you have. You can, you can conceal it, but it's a pretty hefty crime to conceal currency on your, on your person in the Playlands. So your wallet, all of your wallets, which you all absolutely have um they can all hold about a maximum of of, uh, of 15 saints what is that more than what lim- uh, yeah so Just, mm-hmm. do any um chris you where you came from lemoret right i don't think i did oh okay so then nobody knows no <laughs> yeah but I, I we we talked to we talked to twill and Twill had mentioned it. Um, and Grizz knows that information just from being in other places before Acadia Farms, but I haven't been to Limerick. So um, the deacon is just going to look at all of your faces and go, okay, look, I'll give you 20 saints. That sound good? You can split it all amongst yourselves? That seems very reasonable. Okay. Sure, yes. thank you very much. The deacon pulls out a bag from inside this altar and it paws out, you know, uh, 20 of these silver, long silver coins with a hole punched in the center in the uh, in one of the sides and uh distributes 20 saints to you uh grizz you get you get the 20 saints okay all right so um we'll be in touch um remember which muscles to flex right we all yes, remember yes. which ones yeah. right, you want to try it before we uh, is yes, there room in please. here i look I'd around like to, to make sure <laughs> yeah you'd like to try it Sure. Yes. Make, make me a. Can you roll me a, a, a roll me a three d six? Just just a three d six. I'm on it. Rolling a three d six. All right. Let's see how. It, oh, you said three. I swear. Roll one more. <laughs> oh. Five plus. Yeah. 
Hey. Nine. Nine. Uh, yeah, your your device uh, jams a little bit on your right side, and the deacon has to come around and like ah. un unstick you. Hey, it's okay. Just you just you can't flex quite so hard. It's a, okay. It's a, you gotta make it. It's gentle, right? It's just like a gentle little, you know. Okay. Okay. Don't don't I'll force. Do that. You can't force it. I won't force it. Okay. You two, uh, you two are fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I'll try just for the sake of it, and I do try to do the, the flexing, seeing, watching Pippet see what was too much. <laughs> yeah, you got it. It's easy. You you okay. do it, and it 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 unfurls. You 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 see uh, from your body, you can feel the distribution of weight on your body move a little further outwards, and the space between your hand, like your wrist, all the way down to uh, like your 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 calf is now coated. There's like a long, uh, taut webbing. And the, the closest, the closer you bring your arm down, the almost like the tighter, the, the, mm. the, the, the less it gets, but it's still taut. Yeah. Right? The, but, the, but the further away you bring your arm, the tighter it gets, and it's still just as taut. The fabric is mm. uh, not like anything you've seen. Nice. All right. Uh, before we... How far away are we from Lamberat? Uh, we're just on the shores, basically, of the Sesamir Lake. So um, we're gonna have you disembark here, and, yeah. uh, and we're gonna continue on to Lamberat. It's only about maybe uh, less than a day of travel. Wanted to make sure we weren't in eyesight of it by the time we dropped. That's that's good. All right. Oh yeah. Eh. Uh, uh, okay. And look right. through the two of you. Uh, did Providence wish to see us before we go, or are they they're taking their time with whatever they're doing? Providence is engaged elsewhere. Very good. Just want to make sure we did not uh, offend. We'll be in touch. And, um, yeah. Uh, are we all ready? Yes. Deacon uh, begins leading you out of the Soul Church onto the side where you saw, where you saw pliers jump off. <laughs> Uh, I do dip my hand and do the sprinkle as I pass the waters. Oh, yeah, sure. If you have any stress, uh, Leaf, you can remove one point of stress. Oddly <laughs> enough, still don't, but... Uh, <laughs> gotta be pious now. <laughs> uh, okay. And the deacon helps you all up onto the uh, this this mast over here. This, uh, this side of the, the ship. You can see a little chair and a bell and a little little bucket like to pee in for like the the watch who has to wait over here to look for cliffs and trees now the wind is a little bit louder here and the deacon wraps his uniform coat a little closer a little tighter this is okay so we're at about a thousand uh, fathoms. We're at we're at about a kilofathom. Uh, it's pretty tall. So, um, what you're gonna do is you're gonna fall and you're gonna count to five. Okay, you're gonna count to five, and at five, you're all going to deploy. Okay, it's really important that you do not touch anything. <laughs> 
while you're deployed, okay? Don't get tangled okay. in each other. <laughs> Don't, uh... What, what happens if it doesn't work? Uh, it'll work. Okay. I'm so stiff. Look, you're gonna be fine, all right? You're gonna be okay. Just remember how to deploy and count to five. And, uh, you know, the first part, one of you to, to see the ground, uh... When you start to see ground, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna flare, okay? You know how to do that? You just lean backwards. You just lean backwards and it'll slow you way, way down. It's real easy. I wish we had some better way to train you, but we're over a lake, so if you mess up, it's probably fine, right? You can all swim, right? If it knows that if you hit the water at this height it'll destroy your body like <laughs> instantly. And she Hopefully just Slow down a bit. <laughs> she, keeps, she keeps that to herself, though. Look, if you do fall into the water, just remember to to retract. Okay, don't don't drown. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. Very good. Okay. Thank you. Hey. We're gonna send some toxins after you. Okay, so look out for toxins. Oh, that reminds me. The deacon reaches into to, to his pocket and pulls out a tiny set of scissors. I need to take a sample! And takes uh, of the scissors to all of your hair. Just a little clip and puts it into a, a, a container. This is for uh, the toxins to find you! And for, in my head I say, and for Providence to find us. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I can't hear you! <laughs> Don't worry about it. Thank you so much. All right. We I, really appreciate it. I got the samples. So remember, count to five, then deploy. And if you're in the water, retract. Got it? Yes. Okay. okay. Go ahead. All right. And I just leave jumps immediately. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Please>. Bye. <laughs> Pipit, would you like to go next? <laughs> no! You gotta go, because your friend's gonna be alone. One, no. uh, two, three, I four, and I fall off. Goodbye! Okay, yeah. you'll be fine! <laughs> Alright, now you. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Alright. There you go. One, two, go right ahead. Three. Go off. Bye! Oh, oh wait, one more thing. Not the one more thing. We'll be back next week for the next episode of Isless. Uh, thank you so much to our cast for being here. Thank you so much to our audience. If you would like to learn more about the show or Isless, or if you want to talk to other fans of the show, then head over to the Discord. That's fablescraps.com slash Discord. And check out our podcast. You can check out our merch store where we have a very super exclusive podcast. Uh, for our supporters there uh, called Leftovers, where we, we wrap up the episode and, and talk to cast and crew about, about the writing of it. So check out the merch store, check out our podcast, check out fablescraps.com and our Discord. Thank you so much, everyone. We'll be back next week uh, and every Friday at noon Pacific for in the next episode of Isless. My name is Veronica Ripley. Have a great weekend. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>